0: This is The Vice Guide to Right Now, a daily rundown of all things vice. It's Friday, January 19th. I'm Chris Hardy. Today we're discussing the inventive ways that doctors treat patients who, for religious reasons, refuse blood transfusions. But first, the headlines. Trump accused Russia of helping North Korea evade sanctions designed to stop its missile and nuclear development programs. The president also said that the U.S. was ordering more missile defense systems. In a meeting with Democrats from the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, the White House Chief of Staff John Kelly reportedly said that Trump's campaign pledge to build a wall along the entire U.S. southern border had been, quote, "...uninformed." Kelly later told Fox News that the president, quote, "...has evolved in the way he looks at things." But in an early morning tweet, Trump responded by doubling down on his border wall stance. And, the Department of Homeland Security is now set to prohibit citizens of Haiti, Belize, and Samoa from securing seasonal and agricultural work visas. now, here's the news you won't get anywhere else. The CDC estimates that 5 million Americans receive blood transfusions every year. For the some 8 million Jehovah's Witnesses worldwide, who follow a strict edict against the practice in their faith, blood transfusions are not an option. Many are willing to go to great lengths to avoid transfusions, even in life or death situations. In these cases, doctors have had to develop alternatives to blood transfusions to keep their patients alive. Here's Vice's Ankita Rao speaking
1: with Tonic Editor Raj Punjabi on the topic. I think this is a really interesting piece because it's something we don't think about a lot, how different religions view the healthcare system. And in this case, we're talking about Jehovah's Witnesses who don't accept blood transfusions. What exactly is the situation here? Okay, so the situation here,
2: according to the story that Elizabeth Brown wrote for us, is that Jehovah's Witnesses are not allowed to get blood transfusions because it negates a part of their religious scriptures. They are not allowed to accept blood from another body. And it's really strict. And a source in here who actually wrote a book about being Jehovah's Witness and then leaving the religion said that it's, under all circumstances, prohibited, it's kind of the worst thing you can do. So, as you can tell, this is a big problem for people who get surgeries, you sometimes need blood, and sometimes it's a life or death situation. And even in those circumstances, most of the time, it's not allowed. So. Our writer spoke to a whole bunch of doctors, nurses and other medical health professionals to talk about what they do in situations like this in order to save a life when someone's religion prohibits them from getting blood from another source.
1: That seems like it could put people's lives in danger. So what exactly is a doctor supposed to do about it? This is a really tricky
2: situation, as you can imagine, for doctors, because when they take that Hippocratic Oath, they are pledging to save a life no matter what. And sometimes when a patient's parents or family members come to them with these spiritual beliefs that doesn't allow them to give a transfusion, it's you know a really big problem for them uh, morally and ethically. And they have to figure out a way to keep their patient alive without extra blood.
1: What part of the Jehovah's Witness faith prohibits them from getting a blood transfusion. It actually comes from a literal interpretation of a Bible passage.
2: Leviticus 17.10 says that if a person chooses to ingest blood, God states, I shall indeed cut him off from among his people. On the Jehovah's Witness website, they also say that abstaining from blood is as important as abstaining from sexual immorality.
1: Religion can play a huge role in healthcare. There's a lot of people who take things from religious texts very seriously and literally, and everything from reproductive health, which we know is very infused with religious belief in America, to child-rearing practices can have this effect. How does a modern medical system deal with the full range of people's
2: beliefs? I think all these medical professionals have no choice but to try, and that's what this article is about. There are a bunch of different ways that they try and get past this kind of hurdle. Some of them use very complicated and frankly quite amazing scientific procedures, and other times they use more creative ways to kind of get past it.
1: What are some of the more scientific procedures that doctors are using? So one of the techniques is called vasoconstriction, and it's used to prevent blood
2: loss during surgery. So essentially, doctors use medications that constrict blood vessels and temporarily reduce blood flow. So you're kind of stopping the patient from bleeding as much while the surgery is taking place, so you don't need a transfusion. I mean, if it works successfully, you don't.
1: That's fascinating. And there's also other ways you mentioned that were kind of more creative ways of looking at this issue. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of these patients who are Jehovah's Witness decide that
2: they are going to go ahead with the transfusion secretly. So there's kind of a pact between the doctor and the patient that there will be no phone calls and no visitors, and it just gets done. And the community and their family members don't hear about it. Now, of course, this is super controversial, but it's I think everybody's prerogative to adhere to their own beliefs the way they want to.
1: But when we're looking at the ethics of choosing whether or not to provide a blood transfusion, is there ever this like overarching rule or kind of law that you have to help your patient through a blood transfusion no matter what their beliefs are? Well, actually, one of our sources, who is a retired cardiothoracic
2: surgeon, told us about how doctors are able to override these kinds of rules when the patient is a minor. So say there is an emergency that requires immediate attention and a 15-year-old comes in. The doctors are technically allowed to do whatever they need to do to save his or her life. So there was a Grey's Anatomy episode about this, actually, because um, one of the characters was a minor and there was this huge um, ethical conundrum about whether they should go against the family's beliefs. But in an emergency, doctors
1: have to, by law, do what they need to do to save a life. Does this seem like an issue where doctors are trying to change the minds of their patients, or one where the patients are changing how doctors operate?
2: Well, as we're looking at these very advanced procedures that the doctors are trying in order to bypass this obstacle, it's kind of uplifting and refreshing to me that it seems like they're trying to create new avenues so they don't have to disrupt Jehovah's Witnesses' beliefs, because they are trying to work around it. And I think it's kind of like, let's accept each other for what we believe and try to save a life at the same time.
0: To read the article, go to tonic.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. For more news and culture, check out vice.com. And tune in again Monday for another Vice Guide to Right Now.